I thought we probably were going to there until, I don't know, until it tore down. It was torn down the same, I always associate uh, the time that it was torn down, the same year that my mother passed. That's when they tore down the street house, 1965. So you were Lucas until Shannon Lucas, wait a now, until 1929 is when my father passed. Uh, to 4567 Cobrillion. Now that's in the bill. A, 4568. Uh, 4567A, because I'm at 4567 Avens now. Yes, in Cobrillion. It was integrated. The block was integrated in those days, too. In fact, when I moved on to Evans, it was integrated. 4567. I think I must have been about the third uh, African-American person who was in there. And that was what year? Uh, 1941. And then people began to move out. Yes. In fact, the next-door neighbors of uh, mine were very fine people. They were white. But uh, they were very nice. After they started moving out, they lifted uh, Mr. Hamilton. Uh, I see that uh, they're moving. Yeah, not, now, he wasn't prejudiced. Neither uh, his wife yeah, were prejudiced. Let's just say they could move out farther. They didn't move out very far, though. But then I bought their home. Oh, did they? Mm -hmm. They said they'd much rather. They wouldn't, didn't even put it up for sale. They said they'd much rather I had it than anybody else. So I bought from them directly. That's where I am right now. <laughs> um, that was 1944 when I bought it. Okay. Um, did you think of things I may have thought about it after I was at home, but I didn't write it down. So the next time I just write something now, but I, uh, but I can say this. The parents that I had and the way I grew up, if I had to live my life over again, I'd like to live it just the way it grew up. With all the discipline that I got, in fact, all the discipline that all of us got, because I was the youngest of five. And, uh, because my oldest sister had played the piano for the Baptist Church since she was 17. So you feel that that discipline? It means a lot. Discipline means a great deal. What and does it mean? It means that you're going to obey, you're going to do the things, do unto others that you would have them do unto you. You live by the golden rule. And those are the things that really matter. And. Uh, the, and I was really to feel that I was as good as anybody else on God's earth. And that's just the way it was. I wouldn't feel to be, I wasn't uh, made to feel that I was inferior to anybody. I knew yeah. my color would make a difference, but other than that, I never felt inferior to anybody. Did you have heroes? Have what? Heroes. 
Oh, cowboys, you mean like that? Yeah. Oh, yes, all pastors. Uh, most boys have cowboys, what they call heroes, and he show. And uh, he thought about the track stars. Oh, about how good they were, like D. Hart Hubbard, those who went to the Atlantic. So Jesse Owens, Jesse Owens uh, was in college when I was in college at Ohio State, too. Really? Mm-hmm. We went there together, Ohio State. And, and when I was watching, uh, I was watching the Well, I think those that came much later would have more to comment on about them than I would. Because as far as Jesse Owens was concerned, I ran track with him, but I was so out distance that I didn't bother. And then I worked all the time when I was in, in uh, college. Well, my father was a very good provider, uh, and he was a janitor. In the beginning, oh, that was the last exam, but he used to fire the bars for laundry and the clean laundry was on Shannon and Clean. I used to, as a boy, I'd go by there and watch him pull out the clinkers and everything. But every time, uh, coal that had burned down, he had to pull all that out for these large, huge bars. Right, but they did. They were not ashy. They would call them clinkers because they were a, sol a solid mass. They couldn't start those up again. Mm. But I'd go and then lay every time they offered him another job because he was good at what he did. He changed. The last time he became um, janitor at 6101 Edsel. That was the end of the page three part line. Yes, we, we Well, he was an excellent provider, and he didn't want anybody to touch us. <laughs> I can tell you that. And uh, so his family meant a great deal to him. He was a hard worker. I don't ever remember my father being without a child. honest with you. I want to let them know that my brain is just as good as the white brain. And that I just didn't have to go. Now, quite a number of my friends went to Lincoln. But then another thing that happened, see, I entered college when I was 16. And two of my friends were there that I grew up with in St. Louis. So that may have had a lot to do with it, too. There was somebody there that I knew. Right. I would let them know that my brain was just as good as theirs. Because <laughs> they had thought you were inferior if you were black.
Let me see. At the bottom. That's it. Let me see. I wrote it. <laughs> no, this isn't what I wrote. Okay. This is what I wrote. Would you have any idea who wrote this one? No, they didn't have it at. Um, no, they don't. The the this is the history. Okay. What the road? I don't know too much about that at all. It was a high school. Yeah, it was a high school. It was a high school in Webster Grove, so I'm not at sea. Some of the teachers. Yes, uh, it was uh, now the football game. That was a classic. They came all the way from Chicago and everybody else for that. The classic was Thanksgiving Day between Sumner and Rashawn. And we played for a loving cup. The first football game that was won was won by Rashawn, 76. Played in the mud and snow and everything else. But after that, uh, after 1954, things, I think it's the thing, may have been a So this is 1929, 30, 31, 32, all these, like that. At the stadium, old stadium, but it's no longer there, on Norwood, and um, Norwood. Uh, they put, they've built some homes there now. But, and um, King's Highway, King's Highway in Norwood, in that section over there. Okay. But I was thinking in terms of the I started there in 19, October the 5th, 1942. As a clerk. As a clerk. until I passed examination to get regular. Sixty-five cents an hour. <laughs> when I began teaching, was a probationary teacher. I was making forty-four seventy-one at the post office. A year. Forty-four seventy-one a year. Can we break that down to to, to an hour? Oh no, I have to do that by. Okay. By, 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 by. Okay. 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 Ok
Uh, but it's 4471. And that was what date? Uh, that was September of 51. And before then, now, when I went into the public school system, I think I told you about that. At the beginning, Sarah was 26, but 26, when he told me to take 24, I had to take 24. close to it even. professor at Ohio State University. I was his reader. I read all right. his papers. R-A-S-O-R. Dr. Chambers, the Board of Education, K, with a K. With a K, that's what I want to do with She was over the chairman of the math department. I don't know what 
classification that would be, but uh, that should be down at the board too. I have some old books there. Maybe I can find the name in that. I don't know. Um, Cox, Bolden, B O L D E N. Yeah. Bolden, B O U L D. B O U L D I N G. United States Bureau of Labor Statistics. And I, left, uh, I left that job. I was making $95 a month. That's when I went to Mississippi to teach at Fitch College for 60 Right, so you could get some teaching experience. Yeah, I was told to go back to get people more teaching. Which packing I can't recall right now what packing house. I know who was the packing house. Uh, and your starting salary was uh, at in 51. On 51, my starting salary was supposed to have been 2600 And I was supposed to have been given $1,000 for my five years of other teaching. Yeah, he told me that uh, when he started to write uh, 34 for my salary. Now, he said, Mr. DeCroix, the beginning salary is is $2,600 a year now. He said, well, you'll take 24. <laughs> and that's just the way it was. I'd, I'd gone through too much. Now, I had left my job making 44 71 to come in for 34 or something there. At the end, in 69, I think I was making 21,000. Wait a minute. Oh, no, no. I mean, when I retired, I was making 21. Oh, 19. 1969. You know, I have forgotten because. I've forgotten what I was making then. They weren't secondhand. <laughs> I don't recall them being secondhand. But what I'm saying this, they don't throw those books away at the end of each semester. I might get a book that you had had. You see what I mean? All of them weren't new. You didn't get a new book every time you went from algebra one to algebra two or something like that. I, I find that when I 
when I was at uh, I always ordered enough books for my classes. And the summer school in heaven, if they were cold, I asked Hamlet, I know he's got extra books down there, that's what they would do. But my students never had to go to When we decide, have an idea just how many is going to be in each class, and just order a few more, see, in case somebody loses the book and things of that type. And, and were students, did some students, uh, uh, how did Because where they live. See, like if you lived in Beaumont area, you went to Beaumont. If you went to another area, you went to another area. And what did that do to the schools? They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. They didn't change the complexion, they didn't change the... Mm -hmm. They didn't change anything. As far as I'm concerned, I don't think anything changed. That's why my sister and I... But the men, the men were, were working. Yeah. They were... They couldn't be... They couldn't do All that. those they things. Jobs, so. Right. And even though my mother worked, she still found time to... Uh -huh. so my mother was a laundress. But she still found time to take us just about everywhere. And that's why we scored high on the intelligence test. Because mm -hmm. we were exposed to right. quite a bit. Right. Did she take She'd go to middle class home. She some place where my father worked and the janitor oh. she was out there. What would you like to talk to the young man in college about? Just growing up the same thing? Uh, mm -hmm. Same thing. It's just a
is. Now this is the first one I wrote. Now this was in the cornerstone of the new courses that built. Uh, say they built another section to Sumner High School. Uh -huh. And the cafeteria, where the cafeteria is going to be. Now this is in the cornerstone. So now this is 19... Your district. <laughs> this is 1952 uh -huh. when I wrote this one. And 19... And what was the... Uh, I think he was showing me something that I was showing about with his hair Mm -hmm. He used to be, uh, he was the sponsor when, before I went there. He and John Buckner were co-sponsors. But I told the principal I didn't want any co-sponsor. And if I was going to take over the sponsor, because I wanted to be the sponsor. I didn't want any conflict. Like being controlled, right? Right. Now this is Arthur Washington's son. He was not president. This is, was in 68, and I wrote this one. And, and what was the, uh, what is this all about? About school. And this was written in the 60s. It tells you about all the, the organization, administration, general information, all that's there. All the list of all the teachers and the subjects that they taught, and all those things are in there. All the different clubs would be there. These are clubs and student activities. These are publications that they have. They have the bulletin, the club journal, the handbook, this handbook, maroon and white. All of those are there. Did other schools do this? Hmm? Did other schools do this? Not that I know of. But we did this. See, when I took over, we had a lot of problems. We paid for these books ourselves. We didn't complicate these books. Out of the money that we earned by selling pennants and things of that type for the school, we had, but the whole school took an active part in what we were doing because every, there was a student in every class that would come to the meetings and that student went back and told what we were planning on doing. And each class would, would want to be better than the other room, you know. They, they would try to outdo each other. You gave an explanation of what is the home room. Mm-hmm. So they know all those things. The advisor should understand that people better than any other person in the building who is organized on a democratic way to develop Did you know Dr. Unruh, Washington no. University? I think I, he was um, my um, teacher at Washington University, and he's the one that uh, I always sent him one of these books because he taught that course in this. What course? To develop some activities, school activities and things of that type. He taught that? He taught, he had one of his classes he taught, I was in that class, so every time I wrote another handbook, I'd always send him one. What is expected of the high school people? How is the people expected to act around the school and home? This is really something. So, where is personal property kept? 
Kids in school wouldn't know what you were talking no, about. Today. No, you wouldn't. It's just it's history now. It's, uh, but it's a wonderful history. Oh, yes. I, those kids, I've been, I, I really enjoyed my years. And so many of the teachers now cannot say that. They hate to get up in the morning and not go to school. A lot of them. But they know they have to have a job. This is, these are wonderful. Um, and I think. Is this something you said you wanted to see again? Yes, your own. This, uh, this. This is the Royster family. Mm -hmm. Now, some of these I don't need. This, now, my granddaughter is 11, I'm, and what she attends to, they wanted something like that. But by my, my grandfather, it's 12 by my grandmother. 12 by my grandmother, and 12 by me. They all listed here. Uh huh. Took on the ways of the wife and had a wife and a. And a friend. Mm. Bill and Bessie Royster were brother and sister who came to this country slaves on the ship Molly Gasper from the island of Madagascar. Madagascar's was taken in the Indian Ocean off the African country and was at that time, Bill was 12 years old, and Bessie was doing duties of house servants in the household of the Royster's. Now, they're all over the United States. I've been to several. My sister won't fly it now, and I just can't fly two with a bus or anything. It's just the two of us left. These are some of the descendants. You and your sister? Just the two of us left now. Is she here? Mm-hmm. In St. Louis. She's three years old. Let's see. Now they just have my name in here. They don't have my But I, I guess because I've always been see my name. I used to live next door. Mm -hmm. It was four, five, six. Oh, that's when we christened at my daughter-in-law's house. She had this thing. She had made a Christmas dinner. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's uh, now we are back here. See, there were three uh, Royster girls that married three Hamilton boys. Oh, and, really? and when there was uh, oh, another Royster, another Hamilton boy wanted to marry a Royster, Royster girl fooled a nice girl. And, uh, <laughs> My, my mother said, my grandma said, there's enough hands and mess in this family now, I'm not going to be any more. <laughs> and they didn't even have all of my, uh, see, they didn't have my brother, mm -hmm. they had my sister's name. Mm -hmm. The rat skeleton, I don't know anything like this. But who's Mr. Watts? This is Mr. Watts. He was our sponsor. Hey, I'm looking at a picture, March 7, 1953, Fashion's first graduating class. Now, that's what you read about in there. Uh -huh. These are. Uh, there you are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you See, when I, them, when I bought this little house, it, it doesn't look anything at all like it used to look when I first bought it. It had possibilities that I could see there. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but it doesn't look anything like this now. Where is it? That's Mr. Mosley. He was the principal. Mr. M Mr. Mosley. Mosley. 
M-O-S-L-E-Y. This is my wife, and she was in, in this opera in Columbus, Ohio. Oh. Yeah. And he taught at Tennessee State. He said, Melvin, will you, will you dance? You want to be? And I said, Well, I'll, okay, I'll dance. And whatever. And this is what I didn't know was going to be in the paper. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and here. Oh, yeah, this was in one of the papers, too. Yeah, that we were talking about Annie Malone. Uh -huh. Now, these are some of the. Some of the uh, students got their degrees there. She was really is. Uh, she was really the girl. She was one of the first millionaires. One of the first millionaires, but she must have been a wonderful person. Oh yes, yes, yeah, she was very disciplined. Usually, by this time, you would hear something unpleasant about somebody, but nothing. You have never heard anything no. unpleasant. Theater Guild. Well, here's the president. It's your last name, but it's not your first. No, but I'm sure you're, you're somewhere. Mr. Poe. Poe, Dr. Poe. Melvin, half dancer, instructor. He's half dancer. I do. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I still dance, even that old I am. I, mean, I go to dances yet, and I'm still doing the electric slide. <laughs> <laughs> in my <laughs> next life, I want to come back as a Now, this is the college where I taught in, in Jackson, Mississippi. Now, this is what I brought back and showed John Rush Powell. And they I organized a dramatic club there, too. And I told him the name of that. Was, <laughs> I said, look, they said, no, Mr. Hamlin, I want the name of that was some great actor like Richard B. Harris and all these players. You know, this is the first time we've had something like that here. No, we want to name it after you. I said, oh. The they Melvin Hamilton Dramatic Club. Well, I said, okay. 1937-38. So yeah. this is what I took this, I showed him all of this. Oh, you don't have a mask. I felt like exploding. Yeah, because you've done all this. Two years I was down there in Jackson, Mississippi. Teaching and he wanted to. He knew I didn't have a master when he told me to go back and get Get some more TV. Yeah. So I quit my job. So you did. You really wanted to. Oh, I've I've always known that I won't teach since I was six years old. No, but I mean, you, you really you really uh, had to hold your temper. Oh yeah. <laughs> I yeah, almost lost it. Mr. Powell. I mean, did you ever follow? Did you ever see Oh, he probably again? died. No. I mean, um, was he Was he famous for being? Like that? I mean, well, as far as I know, I didn't 
the Kroger was the one that I knew more about and I knew him, but he's the one you had to go to through instructions. Instruction coordinator, he was something that could make it. Now this is when I was in all these players in St. Louis. This was a very nice organization. My wife, uh, yep. And this is my sister down there. She's one of the guests. Um, mm -hmm. A thriving, thriving life, it looks like. You were really busy. Yes, I it kept me out of devilments. It's like I tell these kids now, if they're doing something worthwhile, mm -hmm. they don't have time. To but in your married life, you were... Um, even as hard as I worked then, because my wife didn't work for 10 years, because I wanted her there to take care of those three children to see if they were properly cared for and reared right. And then after 10 years, all of them were in school, then she went back to work. See, she finished Ohio State a year before I did. And my second year down there, she taught with me camera college my second year. But then she was a, case, a clinical caseworker, Malcolm Bliss, when she passed. And what is this? Uh, this NYA. You may not know, remember the National Youth Administration. The that what? National Youth Administration. Mm -hmm. That took care of all the youngsters of 18 to teach them different trades. Now that was held in poor old college. It used to be in the Smolones. Three college graduates were recently added to the Missouri National Youth Administration program. And you had, they had, they had, tell me all about it. They had, this wood shop, they had, have you heard of Kennedy, Arthur Kennedy? Kennedy. He was a sheet metal. He's dead now too. Mm -hmm. But uh, he taught sheet metal, and this was what Kenneth Brown Phillips legend singer started with this, at the music there. And uh, sewing. It had sewing there. It says this is only one of the many activities in which hundreds of boys and girls are engaged with the national youth. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, they had the But they got paid $18 every two weeks. They got paid? $18 every two weeks. It's a wood, woodwork and cabinet making. The National Youth Administration worked out in the Coral Building. In fact, when it closed in 1942, uh, I brought my table with me that they made in the workshop. When did it start? Um, or when were you involved? I was involved in, in Substitute teacher, permanent substitute teacher yeah. for two years. 
This was had a bondage. This is in my basement. Uh -huh. This was about 35th, and everything. And uh, but all oh, you, you have to crawl before you can walk, you know. Oh, I know. And that's what I have done there. My little house not as with anything like this. That's why I saw all the possibilities at this little house. I could have gotten the one next door to me for $250 more, but it was a two-family flat. And I knew I'd lived there for three years, and I knew all the faults, and I knew I, I didn't want it. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I guess it goes back to my children. That's my daughter. Uh -huh, that's your daughter. <laughs> Three. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I told my daughter if anything should happen. She wanted to say, Daddy, would I have, can I have the bus? Said, yeah, you can have it. I knew you'd take care of it. Uh-huh. Oh, this is uh, walking the bus when I graduated. When you graduated from And this one is, this is, uh, this is this one that's your daughter's. That's my daughter's. And that's my oldest son when he graduated. Mm -hmm. I've got a stack of albums next to my piano about that tall. A stack of what? Albums. Oh, albums like this? I think from years from oh, way yeah. back. See, yes. I have a summer place up late. Those are and from 1965. It goes back there for my wife and me. And, and that's when she finished college. How is it to live alone, Mr. Hamilton? Because. Uh, I was mad for over 36 years, and I did practically everything then too, wash, iron, cook, sold, and everything else. So, uh... Is it lonesome? My neighbors won't let me be lonesome. They think... They might they think I'm lonesome, but they're on my doorbell all the time. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. That's my youngest son when he was the summer's queen, too. Sixty four is when I the first time I sang. And then you know uh she's in uh around there watching the book. Mary Weeks. You've heard her, haven't you? Yes. She was she always played Park Ann, you know. And uh she's in movie now all the time. But she graduated from working the too. 
has written something in here. I don't know where some of the people are now. Oh, he's married with me. Well, I've been busy. Well, now that's when I had the scholarship, um, National Science Foundation scholarship, looking at master's degree. That was in. That's how I knew I believe. Yeah, that's my younger son. He was the second best guy in the state of Missouri. If he wanted, I'd be working with him. Second best one? Oh, this is what I was going to show you. Is that you? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a thrill, wasn't it? Oh, yes, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But after 68, I said, I'm not going to sing anymore. What, what do you say? I was first tenor. First tenor? Yeah. To Grandma and Grandpa. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's my oldest granddaughter. Mm -hmm. She has her master's degree now. She works out of, she lives in Alexandria, Virginia, but works out of Washington, D.C. How did your wife uh, like moving to St. Louis? She liked it always. She liked it fine. You know, these old, uh, this will be down to see him graduate. Bad News, Louisiana, this was his wife. Now she has her PhD. She teaches at Southern University. But they're divorced. They have twins who are doing very well. One's working on her PhD at Purdue University. And the other's working for NBC out of Massachusetts. But as long as they're doing something constructive, that's what Grandpa wanted. That's what Grandpa wanted. Mm -hmm. did what, what uh, Grandpa said. <laughs> right? Right. You got an education or your own plan? Hmm? Didn't your Grandpa tell you somebody said that you... Oh, my, my, my grandma, my maternal grandfather said uh -huh. two things. You should, you want know, his education and owning property. And then you So you didn't have a house? I don't own a house up in Lake of the Ozark. <laughs> yes. That's something they can't take away from you. Know, yeah. so. Well, it didn't come easy. No, it didn't, it didn't come easy. It's nothing really wrong with something. It, uh, nothing really comes to easy, I guess. Oh, you told me you wanted to look at this.